0: Zooming in like a cat that has been sleeping all day. That's right. Like a cat. It's the Moron Voice Audio Show. I'm the host, Ian Deathbox. Some people call me that. Junkins. Uh, yeah. My cat's been keeping me up. Insane. We got a good show ahead of you today, by the way. Um, Yeah, my cat's been keeping me the fuck up. I'm just gonna get that out of the way. Did not sleep that well. He's having this habit lately, Greg. For those who are maybe new to the Mormon Voice Audio Show, I, I, less than a year ago, I adopted a little animal named Greg. I call him Little Key. and uh, he uh, he's a great cat, very lovable, one of the most lovable animals I've ever met. Almost to his own defeat, where Greg will just lay around all day, so comfy and purring at you. That when it's nighttime, cat owners out there might know. He wants to go fucking crazy and literally try to climb the walls. He's in his cat's tree. I got no door in my fucking closet because it fell off. And I was just kind of like, fuck that about it. So I have like clothes hangers hanging out of my closet door a little. And my cat is eyeballing them getting ready to fucking jump from his cat's tree to try to jump onto one of these plastic coat hangers. All while I'm trying to fall asleep. It's all worthwhile to have a cute little cat at home. A little bit tired today is what I'm getting at. For some reason, when I go to bed later, I wake up earlier. What the fuck's up with that? You know? I'm waking up. I'm going to bed like maybe two hours later some nights. But I end up waking up an hour and a half earlier. I don't get it. This is the first solo podcast of the new year, too. That's something so... I recorded a solo show for the first, you know, the first of the fucking January uh, episode of Solo. And there's no bong today, by the way. There'll be a bong on that one. That episode might come out. Thing is, I'm going to be honest with you. I was really itching to fucking skate. I was meeting up with people. Took a longer time. If you follow me on Instagram, you see how long it takes to get into my recording area because the door is so shitty. I mean, sometimes I'm sitting there for like seven, eight minutes trying to unlock the door. Uh, so I was short on time and I ended up rushing it and I think it's a good pod. It will still probably come out, but I think this one will come out sooner. Maybe that one will be a bonus show. Look at that back to maybe uh, two podcasts a week sometimes. Anyways, we can get right to what everybody wants to know about. Uh, how is my new year? Well, I'll tell you what. I've talked about pissing myself on the show and puking, and farting and shitting but whenever it's come up and it's come up, it has come up in podcasts before. When is the last time you shat yourself? When is the last time you shit yourself? I say these things to I ask my guests to these things. I say these things to myself when I'm recording. But wait, Ian, there's a difference between shit and chat. Yes. There's a difference between shit and chat. You know? In my from where I'm coming from, shat is never on a toilet. Shit is usually can be both, either on a toilet or anywhere else. Shat not going in a toilet. You don't take a shat in a toilet. But the one that everybody knows about is the uh, the shart. Of course, the shart. Shart. I don't, I hardly need to explain this, but I will. Sharding is when you fart and fecal matter comes out okay let's be mature here fecal matter comes out when you push out a fart sometimes especially if you don't really like need to fart so this is what's been happening to me one time I wanna I'm I'm it hasn't been happening it happened once I'm gonna have to smoke the joint right now so I was up rip roaring ready to fucking go in the morning on my day off this is a weekend And I, I'm like hanging out with my girlfriend, normal morning, slow morning. I love those kind of mornings. And I sang, like, I'm thinking how I, I'm not thinking, I like say it, I guess. I just say like, you know, like if you're like in like a fucking hall that's echoey and you like fart into the sound hole of a guitar, it will echo. And she's like really and I'm like yeah I will show you so I took my little acoustic guitar also like I thought I had done this before and it worked I don't think this is how it works and I don't think this is a thing if anybody out there has ever farted in an acoustic guitar and made it echo out let me know so I um I say let me show you I'd love to show you this I grab my little acoustic guitar I go into the hall This is a very echoey hall. It's a great hall for playing acoustic guitar. in. it's got a little bit of echo to it. And I uh, hold the guitar up to my ass and let her fucking rip. (laughs) Farted on the guitar. Then I push out another one. And it didn't echo. Mind you that this is all on video. I had her videotape me. That's right. This is on video. Will the video surface? We'll see. You can see in my face what happened though. because So I didn't really realize. I, I thought maybe I shat myself. It was the second one. It was the second one. I had no need to push out a second one. But I did. So when I held the guitar up to my ass. Kind of had to fart. For saying on the scale 1 to 10. 10 means you're going to fart. 1 means you, you're just being an asshole pushing out a fart. I'd probably give about a 6. So, it didn't need to come out, but I I had it in me. Second one, by the sound, the look on my face, and how it felt in my stomach, like, I had no goddamn right pushing that one out. Period. So, I'm, like, trying to go about my morning. I'm on the couch. I am hanging out for a few minutes, and I'm realizing, like, damn, like, I feel like my pants are, like, low-key kind of wet. And I was like, well, I did just, like, did I, like, wash my, I washed my hands earlier, like... And I, like, maybe what them on my, I'm trying to figure it out. And I, like, feel a little something on, like, the back of my thigh. Like, the upper top corner back of my thigh. And I say, I say nothing. I just go into the restroom. And I see fucking, at first I just see, like, a little piece of shit. Little ball of shit. Have you ever had maybe a hamster? No, not a hamster. My shit's a regular hamster. Rabbit. That That's what I'll say. A rabbit. Looked like a little rabbit nug. Like right in my pink underwear. And I was looking at it. I'm like kind of like Jesus fucking Christ, dude. I knew it. In the back of my head, I fucking knew it. When you see that video, you look in my face. I knew it. And I uh uh I I I just take the toilet paper, I pick it out, and then I realize, oh, there's like actually like a fucking smear on my fucking thigh. So then I like at this point I'm like Taking off of all my underwear. It was like around my ankles, right? So taking off my underwear and my sweatpants. And I then see hanging behind my fucking ball sack. It was behind the bag. Was a little piece of fucking shit hanging. Hanging right there on my gooch. This one was a little bit bigger. So one's probably about as long as my pointer finger. 1.5 is wide. So we're not talking about rabbit shits no more. We're talking about a little duke sitting there in my underwear. Uh, on, my, on my gooch. And then I have more in my underwear. So I take the fucking, I think we all know what I do. I clean myself up. You know, and I, I'm debating if I'm going to tell anybody this. You know, so I'm going back, back in to the living room. And I instantly tell, I'm like, okay, I made up my mind. I am definitely tell. tell my girlfriend that. And she, you know, she's laughing at me, obviously, because I'm a fucking idiot. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to like go get fucking dressed and cleaned up, like real cleaned up because I haven't hopped in the shower yet. And I fucking see on the bottom of my fucking bare foot, a bunch of shit on the heel of my foot smeared onto me. And I'm like, where's all this shit the fuck coming from? Because I had slippers on when I did that. So, I had slippers on when I sharded myself, but somehow a little bit seeped down. But it wasn't like I didn't see a drip down my leg. I didn't see a drip down my leg. Somehow the shit got on the bottom of my foot, through my underwear, down through my sweatpants, into my little slippy. So what did I do? I cleaned it up, and I ended up not showering right there. You're saying, that's fucking insane. You didn't shower yet? No. You know why? Because I ended up making fucking pancakes. I showered like six hours later. And I'm not like that. I'm usually not about that life. But that day I was. It felt great to shower after, too, because I felt like a dirtbag low-key in the back of my head all fucking day. Now, we're not talking about, like, a big, shitty, splatty mess, but we're talking about a shitty mess. What I call... That was shat. That's what I'm gonna I'll leave it at right now. That was a shat. I, shat, I sharded out a shat. That wasn't shit. That was a shart. In other January news... For 2023. Wow, can you imagine that? And it's the fucking end of January already. By the way. So you better get on your shit. Because there's only 11 months left. Imagine two more months down the drain. In other fucking January news. Uh, I'm sitting here drinking it right now some Aroma Joe's coffee. I've learned to get the mediums from Aroma Joe's because it sucks so fucking much. I'm just going to get sick anyway. So I might as well just have the medium. If you know me, I'm a large guy always. Uh, a friend and supporter of the show, and I've and I've I should have asked when I was there. I didn't, but and, and, and I, Aroma Joe's has gotten rid of the only tolerable coffee, that they had, the Around the World beans gone from Aromas, so now they just have the plain one. And for some reason, the plain one tastes like fucking shit. For some reason, the plain one tastes like if oat milk. I don't know if it's the kind of oat milk they use or what. It just fucking sucks. It really does. And I mean, I buy it. Yeah, I buy it. But it fucking sucks. I'm start starting to get back on my Dunk's grind. There's a new new fella at my local like my everyday Dunk's drive-through. He's uh when when you're on the mic with him as I call it, you know, at the order screen, very 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 respectful. Very respectful guy. You can hear a bit of a southern accent in him. He's probably about my age, maybe a little younger, I don't know. Maybe I'm giving him a little too much credit. He, uh, very respectful guy, calls you sir, says please and thank you. He's actually said, may I take your order, please. Thought that was kind of fucked up. Then when you get up there, I mean, whatever, he's a little rough looking. This guy's got brown teeth. He's got a fucked up face. He's got beady black eyes. He's got super thin hair with a weird hairline. He's got acne, you know. And then when you see his hands, because, you know, you're giving him the trade-off, the money, the card, the coffees. You see that his, looks like his, his fingers are so fucking yellow. I don't know if this is from smoking. I don't know if this is from something that's going on at Dunks in the background. If the mustard there, maybe that's what it is. It looks like he's been dipping his fingers in mustard and dried them off like real quick. But it's enough to stain the skin. I call him Uncle Mustard. Great guy, though. Calls me sir. And, I, you know, I gave him a tip the other day, and I could see in his eyes. Maybe that was the only tip he's ever fucking gotten. He's not that good, though. That's what I'm trying to get at. He's not that good. He's very respectful and stuff. But this motherfucker's almost dropped my coffee a couple times. He's dropped my card before. He's dropped the money that I've handed off to him before. He dropped my card, and I'm not going to make them come out of the store and go all the way around. I would never fucking do something like that. But God damn it. Like, I should have that day because he just let it fucking go. And I'm like, is he doing this on fucking purpose just to, is he, like, manipulating me? Is that why he's so polite up there? But I will say he knows that I like that new, um, the new Dunkin' Donuts, um, what's it called? It's like this new dark roast. G- Galaxy Dark or something? I don't know what it's called. Dunkin' Midnight, it's called. That's what it's called, Dunkin' Midnight. It's good. I really like it. It's probably the best one there. And it's better than Aroma fucking Joe's. Get <clears throat> get me the CEO of Aroma Joe's on this pod so I can just like talk to him and see like what's up with this whole like getting rid of the only good coffee you had thing. Because this coffee tastes like fucking under the sink. Another thing I keep hearing about, and I wouldn't know because I don't fuck with eggs here because we don't really fuck with dairy on the Moron Voice audio show. Stay tuned for more merch by the way. We're going to have a limited merch drop eventually here. Um, maybe like in March or something. Um... Eggs are going up in price. Eggs are going up in price. It looks like I'm in the Dunk's drive-thru every day. This is how I'm kind of thinking about it, I guess. I'm in the Dunk's drive-thru every day, and the prices aren't really fucking changing on those sandwiches, so maybe get your eggs from Dunk's. And then you're saying, I don't like those eggs. Well, it's like it's not that much different than the eggs you're complaining about fucking buying, is all I'm saying, because those are fucking nasty-ass eggs. How about better yet? You just stop eating eggs. Um, try some chai seed when you're baking. That's what I use, chai seed when I'm baking. Eggs going up in press. Give me a fucking break. That's, um, I'm kind of just trying to tie it into my, my music picks today. We're going to roll my music picks. It's my music picks. Here it is. This is the first my music picks of 2023. Wow. Um. Whoops. Uh, my, on today on my music picks, I I just sat down. This will be coming out I think in a week from this episode maybe, maybe in, next week. I think it's coming out. Um, same person who told me about the coffee here. We we talked a long time about one of my favorite genres of music is like um the East Coast hardcore of like the late '80s to like '90s I guess. 90s era, late 80s. And that's these kind of bands like Youth of Today. These kind of bands like I want to really talk about today, Gorilla Biscuits. A bunch of really great bands from that scene. Uh, but today, it's about my personal choice. Probably my all-time favorite hardcore band for sure. Maybe punk band. Maybe any if you're calling them punk. I don't. I don't know. Is the Gorilla Biscuits? Gorilla Biscuits is a uh, I guess they still are because they're still a band. They're a, a uh, straight edge, a vegan hardcore band. That's kind of why I was talking about the eggs. I wanted to reel it into this? Stay tuned for merch, by the way. Um, they're they're a straight edge band from New York. First record coming out in 1988. So this is kind of cutting edge hardcore positive shit. Uh, that first record was the self titled Gorilla Biscuits, with of course um. The legendary CIV on the vocals who later formed the, the kind of like, I know, they're hardcore, pop, punk, whatever, uh, band CIV Walter Schreifels, I always suck at saying his name. Arthur Sim- Simlios, I suck at saying this guy's names. The only name I'm, I'm honestly not familiar with in the lineup because I know shit about drums is the drummer, Luke Abbey. Arthur, Walter, and CIV are all punk rock legends, hardcore legends, alternative music legends. This first fucking... It was, I, supposedly, I guess it was a 7-inch. Never really realized that till I was looking it up. I grew up listening to it on a CD. High Hopes. It kicks it off with High Fucking Hopes. Super sick opening song. Big Mouth. No Reason Why. Hold Your Ground. I'm just reading the, the fucking track thing here. Finish What You Started is a cool... Cool, um, cool track, too. Because I think it kind of... So this... The EP, Gorilla Biscuits, ends with Finish What You Started. The next, which is their first, I guess, album, is Start Today. Might be their most popular and well-known one. Songs off this record have been covered by a bunch of bands throughout time. Fall Out Boy did a cover of Start Today, I always think about, and I'm, it fucking was not that good. That last song on the Gorilla Biscuit 7, it really ties into the overall theme of where Start Today was really going. Was like an ultimate positive fucking hardcore band. With the songs that, a song that changed my life is a song called Cats and Dogs. Check that one out. Holy shit, Cats and Dogs have all the luck. Start today. Good intentions. Stand still. New direction. You know, but there's a Buzzcocks cover. Sitting around at home. Pretty hilarious fucking song. One of the funniest songs I ever sang around at home. When I was like, younger, I, I always thought they were like, are they like, trying to pick on classic rock or something? Because the song's so fucking weird. As I got older, I realized it was like a cover. <laughs> but the band means a lot to me because, especially, so I always listened to Gorilla Biscuits when I was younger, growing up with all the other punk bands, whether they're ignorant or not. Um, And then, like, I got older, I changed, and that band just stayed with me. And it probably did more for me in my later years, late 20s, than it hardcore ever did for me when I was a teenager. I was, you know, kind of fucking whatever, down in the dumps like a lot of people do when they're 25, 26, 27, whatever. And I just started listening to more hardcore again. You know, I always listen to hardcore music. Um, My classics, H2O. Gorilla Biscuits, like I said, always listen to them, but really started listening to them and started listening to like Walter and stuff on podcasts and other people like that talk. And I remembered, I was like, damn, this is what I liked about it, that it was like, I mean, whatever. I'm like, kind of like throwing a bunch of vegan jokes out these days, trying to be like poking at people. But it's really just like about your fucking self. And it's not about, it's about like benefiting yourself and doing what you think is right for yourself. And that's what I learned from Gorilla Biscuits, you know. I learned how to, and also how to take care of yourself. These people do not fucking—they're not sitting around, like, getting completely fucking wasted like some punk bands from New York City. Where Gorilla Biscuits, the name is um what they would call quaaludes. Quaalude is a drug that fucks people up. Listen to uh, Joey Diaz. He liked to do fucking quaaludes a lot. He's from—Joey Diaz is from, like, the fucking area of Gorilla Biscuits and, like— He was the kind of fucking guy, I feel like, that GB was like, dude, fuck these partiers, you know? And it's not about, like, thinking they're better than anybody. It's what I'm trying to get at. It's uh, more about just, like, you know, new direction, bro. And I don't even see this shit in, like, new fucking music. I don't know when it ended, the positive movement in hardcore. Literally, let me know if there's any positive hardcore out there. Because, I mean, whatever. Like, I like ignorant shit, too. And, like, there's bands like Earth Crisis, who I I like a lot, and like, but the message, they're violent bands. Madball, one of my all-time favorite bands. A violent band. You know, that, that's what people think of them, that's what comes with it. But especially this new wave of hardcore, I just don't get it. I really don't. And some of the bands, I think musically are alright. You know, I've seen some of them live, some of these new up-and-coming bands from like, you know, New York or wherever. And they're like kind of trying to do the more metallic 90s sound to me. That's what I hear. I'm not a fucking expert either. I've never claimed to be a fucking expert. I just claim to listen to fucking hardcore. It's just like super violent. They all have the same fucking logo. I do not understand that. Like I see all these new bands and their logo is like a guy in a hoodie. But you can't see his eyes. But he has like an evil face. You know what that logo looks like to me? The fucking Disturbed logo. So now like all the new hardcore bands have like, it looks like the guy from fucking Disturbed on their albums. And like guns. What the fuck's up with that? What? Why are there guns on all these? <laughs> I just don't understand. Are these people really shooting people? You know? I just don't fucking see it. But you and you like this and that and that? Well, yeah. But like, you know. I'm talking about hardcore music. Why are there guns in hardcore? So you can shoot somebody? Give me a break. I'm trying to see a more positive message about self development and like change from within with my hardcore. So I just don't really get it. There are some, you know, what's a, an ignorant band I like? I like Pain of Truth. I think they're ignorant, but you know, I think they're good too. And I'm not saying all the bands are trash, some of them sound pretty samey. But. It's less about the, like, everybody with hardcore ones, it's not as much about the sound. So, everybody knows all hardcore bands are starting to sound the same anyways. So now they all have the same logo. I just don't understand it. Where's the positive movement? It started with bands like the Bad Brains, who are an ultimate positive band, whether you want to look at their spotty history of, like, whatever they believed in or not. But they did preach the, the positive mindset. And what's cool about the Bad Brains is that they weren't even straight edge, they blazed it the fuck up too. That's what I always try to remember. I was like, these guys were blazed, Give them a break. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I just don't really get the new hardcore. Maybe it's not for me. And then it's like, people want to say all these things are fucking out of hardcore and stuff, but then people are you know, they want to talk shit about turnstile. I'm I'm seeing like hardcore guys talking shit about turnstile. Oh, I'm sorry you're 300 fucking pounds with a beard. And so like anything that's like light purple on stage you think is fucking gay. That's the kind of shit I hear too. That's not coming from me. I fucking see that. I hear that. And I don't like that. Why you'd want to discredit one of the only, maybe the only band to ever push hardcore to that level of mainstream. And like diverse, like it has a different sound. It's like whatever, man. That's a positive band. That's why I like them. I because 'cause they're positive and they're actually fucking good. I guess this my music picks be- became a little more um why I don't like newer hardcore bands and less of Gorilla Biscuits, but uh it just that shows how why I like Gorilla Biscuits. How about that? Also, I uh, just wanted to throw this in there. I just took a took a, a little bathroom before I re- recording. Any uh, fans of prog rock out there? Anybody? I didn't think so. Uh, I just was listening to Yes on the Toilet. Closer to the Edge by Yes. Listen to the first minute of that song and imagine what I was going through. That's horse talk. Wow. Imagine that. The first horse talk of 2023. Feels great. Feels great. Love horses. Uh, so pretty much what I was thinking for this horse talk, you know, I was just, I guess, looking back to the people who have uh, you know stood beside my my good friends. They don't need to be named. They all know who they are. Thank you very much. And the supporters of more Boy Sasha. I was thinking about good people. I was thinking about how some people, no matter how hard they try, whether it's because of their fucking how they were raised or what. They cannot do good or be good people. Sometimes, like, a lot of people have, other people will know this about that person after maybe the first fucking time I did them. You all can think of a couple people who, when you first met them, whether you were fucking 25, 30, 40 years old, fucking 10 years old, you knew that a person was, like, kind of fucking weird. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I don't I don't usually like talking about work and shit, but... So, I work in a public area where there's a guidance counselor. Let's put it that way. And uh, she's talking, and I've always thought she's a fucking wacko, a total wacko. I mean, you can see it in her eyes. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? One time, she fucking was talking my ear off about how about movies, like, cause her boy, her boyfriend or her husband's a, a film guy. He likes movies, and I'm like, like, what are you doing right now? Like, I wasn't saying anything. She kept going, and I was. This is somebody who's, like, talking to fucking people all day, you yeah. know? Um, She was acting weird. This isn't normal movie talk. Anyways, she comes into my office, and I'm chilling there. Like, on Reverb or Sweetwater or something, chilling there. And she's, like, talking to me about how she's so tired and how she's all this. And, like, she has to do paperwork. She wishes she could just talk with the people and how... Um, she wishes she didn't have to document any of it. And I'm like, bitch, this is your fucking job. You have to document it. And like, she's saying how she has to do like nine hours worth of work in two days. I'm like, well, then get the fuck to work. And she started telling me about this only child she's seeing, like as a, as a person, which is kind of weird. I mean, she's not name dropping. She's just saying she see she sees somebody who's an only child. Starts talking about only children. For those who don't know, I'm a fucking only child. Maybe that's why I have a solo fucking podcast. Duh. And um, you know why she likes me? She, I think because I dropped a boomer joke one fucking time. I, when I was talking about boomers one fucking time. And I think she got a kick out of it. But um, she's talking about only children to me and how they can be so self-centered and condescending, she said, and self-absorbed. They don't, you know, don't share all these things. I'm like, bitch, give me a fucking break. You know, such a stereotype of an only child. I mean, maybe when you're a fucking kiddo, but she's talking about when they grow up into adults and like how they're going to function in society. And I didn't tell her that I was an only fucking child because that was like, I like making shit awkward. That I was just going to make it a little bit too awkward. Anyways, she got me thinking about I was like, yo, I've never felt good about her. Like I give her benefit of the doubt. Ah, oh, fuck, I just ashed my seltzer. Ah, it's fine. Um. Also, the coffee slams are going to be coming to a fucking end here. I'm having some stomach fucking problems because of this shit, I think. But, um... I'm remembering this guy from my childhood. And he was just such a fucking outcast. To this fucking day, I have never seen or met... Anybody such a fucking outcast as this kiddo. And his name was um I guess we'll just call him fucking Billy Bob. We'll call him Billy. <laughs> his name's Billy. Billy fucking lived like in a cabin, like that people like it l- looked like a fucking shed. You you walked in and you were in the fucking place. There's like a bathroom and two little tiny bedrooms. That's and he lived there with his fucking junkie mom and is like whatever um, equivalent of a junkie father figure was at that time that seemed to bounce around from guy to guy would come and go. This was one of the first people I ever smoked weed with and stuff. Um, but nobody, when this guy moved to, we're talking about a long fucking time ago. All right, this one kind of spans some fucking time. long time ago, we're talking maybe 14 years old or something, we meet him, you know, he comes to the, the school. And nobody fucking likes this motherfucker at all. Fuck him, fuck him. And at first, I was kind of like... What are you talking about? It seems fine. Like, he's into the band Margera. You know, that's a good quality at that age to be into. And, um... Turns out that this motherfucker... Um, was on... My mom was a fucking special needs bus driver... Who would, like... If you had, like, anger issues or something... Maybe you'd go on this fucking short bus. You feel me? Turns out he... Once he knew who I was, he was like, your mom's my motherfucking bus driver, bro, and all this bullshit. Okay? Uh, and at that point, I started getting annoyed. I was like, fuck this shit. Actually, the first time I ever jammed to music, he was trying to play the drums. And I was trying to play the bass, but I think I was doing a better job. Than him. He was really, 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 really bad at music. And um, com- I can't stress enough, complete fucking outcast. But my mother saw that. You know, she saw that this guy was fucking, like, he had a skateboard, whatever, and guitar. Like, how come he's not hanging out with you guys? Pretty much. It was, like, looking back. So she would invite him the fuck over. And I never wanted him the fuck over, really. But I would be fucking nice because I'm a fucking, was trained to be a fucking people-pleasing dickhead. At that point in my fucking life. And, um, anyways shit would happen with him, you'd hear, like, he was one of the first people getting get in trouble with weed, then he got in trouble for this, then he went up to fucking Long Creek, he wasn't a good fucking dude, you know, he never did anything bad to me, I will say that, he never stole from me that I know of, or nothing like that, um, he, he, he really appreciated my friendship, I, I really could tell that, you know, he never had a friend before, um, he ended up becoming a fucking junkie later in life, but anyways, he had the worst fucking luck. If it wasn't one thing, it was another. This was back original Old Orchard Beach skate park. If you know Old Orchard Beach, you know where that fucking police station is. That was originally just like a fucking paved shitty asphalt ground with like wooden ramps. And uh, that's where we would skate. Over there. At this shitty fucking park. And they're like, it's Old Orchard Beach. So you would get a lot of like tourist kids or kids whose parents have a place here in the summer or whatever. And... I remember he went up, you know, at this point, again, I was super into fucking Lords of Dogtown, so I was, like, locals-only kooks, but just as a joke, never really said it until later for being real. Later in life, I've said locals-only kooks to people and meant it. Um, not at this point, because I was a little bitch. We told Kevin to go up to this homie of ours who was, like, a summer kid and say that to him. He we went up and said locals-only kooks, and the guy bitch-slapped him. Okay? horrible look that's a friend of kind of well not his i guess but ours doing that he said fuck this kid didn't take that disrespect another time we were hanging out with at the skate park and like you know the older dudes were there they had their own little fucking squad like xyz or whatever it was called and he's it's like fucking like september or something summertime it was warm out and he had on a sweatshirt sweating his ass off he and by the way he was a fat fuck so, he's all red in the fucking face. Kind of looked like a fucking hamster. You know that show Hamtaro? The hamsters on that? Kind of like that. He uh, looked like shit. All sweaty. Trying to skate. And the older guy's like, yo, why don't you take off your sweatshirt? And he's like, I don't want you guys to, like, pick on me for my shirt. And he takes it off. And he had a white tee that he wrote the older guy's skate crew's little initials, XYZ or whatever, all over it. Guy's just like, what the fuck? Obviously, he thought it was cool. That's just a dumb kooky thing for a little kid to do. And then, we're, so this one of the last times that I remember seeing him in my youth, because he did come back later in life. So we're like in the fucking amusement park in Old Orchard Beach, and there's like this um, there's like a big fucking what's that game when you throw the ring when you throw the ring onto, the ring toss. Okay, a big... It's a big square table. Like, it's a big square fucking thing with a roof. And then they got the rings in it. So you're like five, six fucking feet away. I know. You're far enough away so you're gonna lose. You're not gonna fucking win these. They got, like, sharks and boogie boards and ducks or whatever you can win. And it was a homie from school or whatever, from the fucking Herbs, working at that game. And we went over and saw them. And as a joke... Billy, Bob, here grabs the fucking boogie board that's like for display so you can win it. Okay. It has like a fucking peace sign and a smiley face on it. Grabs it, makes it look like he's like, he probably got honestly like two or three little footsteps away. He was joking, looking like almost Bugs Bunny, creeping with it with his shoulders moving, making a joke. The wrong fucking guy saw that. Back in the day, there was this guy in the amusement park downtown area who would call the cops on skaters, and, like, he was, like, this just weird, overweight, fucking bald glasses guy who worked at, like, Palace Plainland, so he would, um, bust people. He must have been the boss. You know, looking back, if I saw saw this, and I saw what that man was expression was, he got right on his walkie-talkie, I would, shit, the boss, run! He thought... He thought Billy, his name's Kevin. He thought Kevin was actually fucking stealing it. And he calls it in. Next thing you know, these little rent-a-cops on their bikes or whatever the fuck they are from the beach, the beach cops are running the fuck around on these bikes coming to get him. And he fucking drops the boogie board because he didn't even want the fucking boogie board. And he starts running down to the fucking beach. And he's on the fucking beach, cuts back off, goes onto the pier. If you know this pier, it's very fucking small, so you go straight for, like, a one-minute fucking walk, and then you have an option of turning down the side, and there's a little staircase that goes to the, the beach, you know, or you can keep walking the fucking pier. <coughs> um, they're chasing him all the fuck around, and I'm, like, casually kind of walking. I was not in trouble, you know? And I remember actually saying to the guy, like, he wasn't being serious. He's like, yes, he was. Yes, he was. He just had a bad feeling. Like I'm saying, sometimes you just have a bad feeling about people because they have this weird fucking energy. Like this kid, he's running on the pier and they're literally chasing him. They got off the bikes, they're chasing him. He gets on top of the stair set. Now, if it's water, you can't use these stairs because it's into the water. You understand on the side of the pier how you'd get down to the beach? He's running off. He's on these stairs it's, it's low tide, though, so it's fucking sand. I mean, dude, it might be, like, 9 feet, 10 feet. And he got on probably, like, the third or fourth step, so it wasn't as big. Jumped over the fucking railing, and poof! His fat fucking ass landed right in the sand and stuck. Like, ooh, And he's, uh, uh, uh he knocked the fucking wind out of himself. You know, and he's getting up and he's trying to come back over to me with one fucking arm out, holding it at me. (laughs) (speaks) And I see these fucking bike cops in their little fucking polos coming down the little stairs, running after him, saying, stop, stop. That's when they fucking got him. That's when they fucking put him in the cuffs. Okay, they put him in the little cuffs and then they took him over to the bench. They told me to fuck off and I wanted to. Like I said, I never fucking really had good fucking feelings about this guy. I got fucking guilt tripped into fucking hanging out with him. So don't ever let anybody fucking tell you who you have to be friends with, by the way. I many of you fucking probably now. But fuck that. Again, so I, I saw him maybe a couple other times. He got in a lot of fucking trouble for that. You know, then he uh, ended up, uh, I saw him walking around the fucking roads one day, drinking orange soda covered in these awful DIY tattoos. Then fast forward like maybe five or six years. Five years, I don't know, later. Four years later, who gives a fuck? I get a call, and he was trying to say the night at my place. Asking where I was. I said, no, turn him away. Tell him no more. Uh, you know, tell him fucking no more. He's not my fucking friend. I saw this motherfucker get the wind knocked out of him, jumping into the sand. Fuck him. What a sad sack of shit. He did actually give me my first ever um, distortion pedal. The Boss DS1, great pedal. That's it, everyone. That's the moron voice audio show today. That's what I got for for this episode. Again, you're probably gonna get a bonus show too. So that's like an hour's worth of fucking moron voice. Get out of here. You know, I don't even know if anybody likes my fucking vegan jokes. I'm trying to make it seem like I'm preachy because I kind of am, but I'm not. It's like, is he serious? What's really about is that the Gorilla Biscuits are the sickest fucking band in the world. <coughs> Don't let anybody fucking tell you who you gotta be friends with. This is Roman Joe's coffee, I'm so fucking over. That's what I got for you. Uh, we, we, we did it, you know? I gotta fucking get some rest here. My cat's keeping me up. We have great guests ahead of us. I'm loving this. Monthly shows. Get in touch with me. Maybe we can do a pod. Stay on the look for new merch, going to be very, very limited merch, more limited than ever, Uh, Spotify, The Moron Voice, Apple, The Moron Voice, Follow, Share, these kind of things when you're sharing the show, that's the only way the shows are going to continue in the longevity is to get more people listening, and the thing with podcasts is not like bands that you're going to be getting into somebody's car and hearing, and being like, oh, who is this, I like this, then you listen to it. Kind of something that somebody's got to either recommend or you got to get into yourself. So maybe you just got to know me to get into the show. But sharing always helps. And also reviewing. That's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. At The Moron Voice on Instagram. And I cannot wait for the snow to be over so I can start skating again. If you try to pretend you're stealing, like, a boogie fucking board with a peace sign on it, like a finger peace sign on it, make sure the fucking dumb fuck who likes calling the cops who works at the Palace Plainland, who works at the amusement park, isn't there. Don't steal a boogie board.